Okay, so I have loved Maybelline since I became aware of it when I was, you know, probably 13, 14. I have used Maybelline for that long. And their new Lifter Plump Lip Gloss is absolutely insane. It is so fabulous. It gives me the perfect puffy pout. And one thing about me is I always have a lip on. Like I wake up in the morning, I brush my teeth and I apply a lip. I'm I'm just that girl. I'm sorry. I have to. And I'm obsessed with this new Lifter Plump. Okay. Here's why. There's a little heat in it and it just makes your lips look so kissable, so perfect, so divine. I'm obsessed, quite frankly. Can you take the heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Target. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. To know me is to know that I am obsessed with spicy margaritas. Love tequila cocktails? Then check out the award-winning 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. It's a -a one-of-a-kind tequila infused with the juice of real fruit. 21 Seeds is smooth, not sweet. It smells fresh and bright and tastes incredible. Try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Learn more at 21seeds.com. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Hi guys, happy Monday. Welcome back to It's Me Tanks. How was everyone's weekend? I am in Idaho currently. Um, So this is a pre-recorded episode. And you know what guys? A lot of people comment and ask why I give... (laughs) This is twofold. First of all, they ask, why do you give relationship advice when you're not married, Tanks? Okay, that's what they love to say on TikTok. She's not even married. She doesn't even have a boyfriend. Why is she giving advice? Okay. Well, first of all, just a sidebar. Have you ever asked a married person for dating advice? This is my impression of it. Um, you should go on an app. Have you tried those apps? Honey, what's that app called? Tinder? Tinder? Thompson? Hinge? Isn't there one called Bagel? Go on Bagel? Oh, okay. Have you been on the apps lately? It's a fiery hellscape. Or they're like, you should just get out there. You should just, you, you know, just get out there just get out. I'm like, okay, interesting. Love you, my married friends. Love you so much. But come on, you know that's you. And on a more realistic note, I love my married friends. But as soon as you get married, you kind of forget 
I think it's like childbirth. I think it's like so painful that you kind of forget all the dating stuff that happened before. You're just like, I don't really remember. And so they're kind of out of the loop on on dating. Okay. Um, And what you do and how you text and whatever. So that's the first part. Um, To dig a little deeper, the reason why I give dating and relationship advice is because I want you guys, I want my followers or my listeners or whatever to be happy. And I don't necessarily believe that any relationship or just getting married will make you happy. And by the way, I should have said at the top of the episode, opinion is not instruction. Okay, this is what works for me. This is my ethos. If you don't like it, I would love to debate it with you. I would love to discuss it with you, but it's not going to work for everybody. And there's many different ways to do it out there. So just to get that out of the way, I don't necessarily believe that being in a relationship. uh, And and by the way, before I stop fucking cutting myself off in every sentence, I'm going to speak freely. I'm not going to do any more caveats in this episode. I'm just going to lay my dick on the table in a way that I haven't laid that big schlong on the table in a while. Okay. I don't believe that a relationship necessarily makes you happy. I've seen it firsthand in people in my family and people close to me. I've seen a lot of my friends settle. I've seen uh, numbers that say the divorce rate is still about 50%. And in my mind, I go to think, well, geez, if 50% of people are getting divorced and there's got to be a few more in the non-divorced pile that are unhappy. Um and that scares me. And since I've been a little girl, and I don't know if I've told you guys this and got really honest, I've always been obsessed with female happiness, especially female happiness over a certain age. I just remember being younger and looking at my friends' moms and at women who were a little bit older and being like, I, I don't know if a lot of them seem that fulfilled and that happy, that happy. And that scared the shit out of me. And as I got older, I started to see that from a young age, Women are told specifically that the way that they become complete and full is by being in a partnership. That is the unlock. It, it, we are told through all the messaging, starting from Disney movies, right? Starting from kids movies when, when we're little. The princess is only happy when she gets the prince. And then growing up, especially when I was growing up in the 90s, every movie was like, she's only okay when she gets the guy. Sex in the City which I love dearly and was very groundbreaking for its time, is an entire show where the women are happier or sadder based on whether they're in a relationship at that time. And again, no shade to it because it was right for the time. It was right for the time. Also in the 90s, you have books like The Rules. Have you guys read that book? I haven't fully read it, but it's like all these rules that you should do to catch a husband. you know. And that was the whole ethos. It was like, if you don't get married by the time you're 30, you're fucked. Like that was the messaging. And in a way, it still is. So whatever, I'm growing up and, you know, thinking, absorbing all of this and kind of seeing that all of this doesn't seem to add up because I'm seeing a lot of women rush to get married just to tick it off their list and then become unhappy. And that really fucking frightens me. Um, And so when I think about my dating advice, there is a school of thought that is like, you should date to marry. That is how you should be. You should be ruthless. And I have, I have friends that do it. You know, I have friends that they're like, you know, they'll go on one date and they'll be like, I'm not going to marry this guy. He's out. Or they view it like a, a project. They view it like there is a, it's a zero sum game. To me, that for my personality causes me distress and unhappiness. Why? Because it rests on the idea that there is, it's a game and that there's a goal. 
um, and that if you if you don't win, then you're failing. And this is my life that we're talking about, right? This is my life. It's not a game. It's not a movie. It's it's like I'm living it. And so for me, when I think about how I approach dating now, maybe in my younger 20s, I maybe had some of those thoughts. I, I want to be happy. And by the way, I cannot wait to fall in love again. I cannot wait to find a partner. I would love to get married. I want kids. I want all those things. My feeling is that those things will drop in when the timing is right. And that aside from putting yourself out there, there's very little that you can do to rush timing, to rush real timing. My ethos with dating is that it's not a video game where it's like you need to get to the end without getting killed. It's it should be an era. I think that dating needs a rebrand. And I think that if we did this, it would stress women out a lot less. Now, this is only anecdotal, but keep in mind, I do AMAs twice a week. I have an email line for my radio and podcast show, and I have my DMs open. Okay, and I've been doing this for two, three years now. The amount of distress that young women are in because of dating is insurmountable. Okay. Again, I'm not a fucking scientist. I'm not a data scientist. I didn't write down all the how many percentage of DMs and calls and whatever are about about dating, but but a lot of them are. A lot of them are. And I've been doing this for, again, a while and I've got multiple channels. So I have a trip planned to Palm Desert coming up and I booked an Airbnb because I wanted to be with all of my friends. This house we booked has a beautiful pool. So you guys know I will be catching some rays and doing a little bit of tanning. I know a few friends who have houses and when they're away, whether it's on a trip or they're traveling for work, they just Airbnb their houses. So they're like actively making money while they're away, which is kind of the dream, right? Like passively making extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There are so many books out there, it can be hard to choose one. But becoming a Book of the Month member makes it easy to decide which book to read next. Members get books delivered right to their door and shipping is always free. There's even an app to pick your book and track your reading progress. And there are audiobooks too. So I'm obsessed with this, you guys, because I feel like sometimes I get decision paralysis on what to read next. And the fact that Book of the Month Club, they decide for you, they pick the best because they do all that reading is just fantastic. I love to be in the reading community and book of the month is an incredible way to really get engaged with your reading. Maybe you want to pick it back up for summer. So important to always have a book when you're going on your summer trips, reading by the pool or just reading before bed, which is, as you know, my favorite thing to do. Right now, you can get your first book of the month for just $5 with code PEDALS by visiting bookofthemonth.com. That's bookofthemonth.com and use code PEDALS. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. Zola has everything you need to plan your wedding in one place, including venue options and all your vendors. Plus, you can design, save the dates and invites, build a free wedding website, create your registry and stay on track and on budget throughout the entire wedding process with their free planning tools. I 
have three really good friends getting married this year and they're all using Zola. And I know because they were telling me about how easy it is and it's just truly a one-stop shop. And you know, this girl loves efficiency, right? So my friends were telling me you can do it all in one place. What a relief, right? And I know about Zola because I've bought so many gifts on registries via Zola. And I just love how easy it is to send gifts, keep everything organized. Everything is like done for you. And we absolutely love that. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling collection of timeless designs perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelets, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Write a love note to yourself or your best friend with beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora. Spell it out with handwritten charms, sparkling stacks, and iconic styles designed for every kind of forever. Pandora jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora, be love. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I personally have been talking to my therapist every single week about my stressful times and just getting everything off my chest, explaining the difficult situation I've been having at work and what has been weighing on me has made me feel one million times better. I really don't know what I would do without her. As you guys know, I talk to her every week. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Tinks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Tinks. At the root of, of many of the problems when people write into me, it's that they feel like they're failing. They're, you guys feel like you're in distress. You feel like, why doesn't he like me? Why doesn't he like me? And that's why I always say to you guys, it's not about whether he likes you. It's about whether you like him. We've been brainwashed to think that it's our job to make men fall in love with us. We've been brainwashed to think that we are failures if we don't, if we're not married by 30. Do you, do you understand that that's a way of controlling us? Do you understand what a great effect that's having on our psyche? In a decade that we should be, I'm talking about our 20s, in a decade that we should be concentrating on our friendships and our jobs and figuring out who we are and figuring out who we like. In this, and instead, we're sitting there inside thinking, looking at our phones going, oh my God, is, is Bob from Hinge going to text me back? Because that, that's what we're conditioned to do and think. And so the reason that I don't date to marry is because it just doesn't align with how I see how things should be. I don't think that getting married automatically makes you happy. 
I don't think that dating like, you know, as if you had a deadline is good for our self-worth. So that's a little bit more about my strategy. And again, different strokes for different folks. It just makes me sad that so many young women feel that the onus is on them. That if a guy doesn't call them back, it's a personal failure. It makes me sad, but I understand it because every source of media has told us that since the dawn of time. The thing about me and like my ethos of advice is it's not man hating. I really dislike that. I hate that when when people, you know, dating coaches or people on TikTok or whatever. By the way, I don't consider myself a dating coach whatsoever. So I just want to clear that up. When it's like, fuck men, you know, they, you know, it's on them. It's da, da, da. You know, it, some of it is, but not all of it is. And it's just not helpful. OK, it's especially not helpful if you are a woman who is seeking a, a, a male partner. That's not helpful to go in like negatively either. For me, it's about self-worth. Everything that I tell you guys, like at the core of it, it's like taking back our own minds, taking back the, the experience of dating so that it's not so stressful. I wish that someone had told me when I was younger that I don't have to put up with those things, not in a defiant fuck men way, but in a way where I could have spent those years better. I could have spent those six weeks chasing, and I do mean chasing, some guy. Like I, I could have spent those like working on something, doing anything else than doing that. I just want you guys to know that there are more options, that it's not a zero-sum game and that you haven't failed if a guy doesn't call you back. And I won't stop until dating is not such a stressful, awful experience for so many. Like dating should be an era, right? Like, like being a teenager or going to college, like those are all accepted eras. And instead, dating has become this pitfall, this like awful time in your life for mainly for women. And also, by the way, can we just point out that like men, I'm going to make a generalization, on the whole, men don't have such a bad time with it. Yeah, do they get ghosted too? 100%. Do they have bad dates? For sure, without a doubt. But you know, here's the fucking difference. They don't take that as a personal failure. Okay, they're not going back to their roommates when they're 24 and going, guys, like, I'm, I'm ugly. Like, that's why she ghosted me. Like, I'm, I'm bad. Like, what am I going to do? Like, I'm going to die alone. They're not. I know they're not. And that's, again, why I feel so strongly about the type of advice that I give and where the place where it comes from. If you met your husband when you're 22, that's amazing. And I'm, I'm so happy. If you met him in high school, like you're, you're lucky and enjoy that. And that's fantastic. And everybody's timing is different, but that's the point, right? That's the point. Everybody's timeline is different. You're not ahead. You're not behind. It, it just, it's truly different for everybody. And I wish that that was a more accepted message because we waste these precious young years of our life hemming and hawing over something that we actually have very little control over. You know, Camilla and I talked about this on one of the episodes, but isn't it crazy that we celebrate the things we celebrate most in life for women are like getting married and having a baby. And those are two of the things that we have the least control over. Of course, dating is a numbers game. Of course, you have to put yourself out there. But we don't know when we're going to meet the right person. 
and we put all these this pressure on women to do this and and then we tell them that that's their only value is when they get married when they're part of something else again i can't i really can't wait for the day that i that i feel like i've met someone that i want to spend my life with that's going to be such an exciting time but until then what am i going to do lay down and die what am i going to do set myself on fire well i've already done that but what am i going to do i'm i'm a lucky person I have wonderful friends and I have a job that I love and a life that is worth being proud of. And I'm not going to cry in my soup every night because I haven't met the right guy yet. And our, you know, it's funny because like even now I'm pretty confident, but I'm like, am I coming across too defiant? Am I coming across defensive? Just so sad, which is so, so sad. And I I just want to show you guys that you can be in your 30s and be excited and and happy and and open to the prospect of falling in love but you can also be really really happy and grateful with what you have and that it's okay. The only thing that I regret I don't believe in regrets I really don't. I just wish that I had spent my time differently even if it was something completely stupid like all when I think back to all the time in my 20s that I spent thinking like oh my god I'm completely a failure because I don't have a boyfriend or like oh my god I'm completely a failure because I'm not married yet I literally used to think that I was going to get married at 25 when I was I'm I'm dead serious I was like yeah I, I even remember watching Sex and the City and being like ugh, I would never be single at 30 like I remember thinking that and then as I got older I was like whoa wait I don't I haven't met the right person yet and I also don't feel ready. And so that is why I don't date to marry is because I feel like it puts the onus on the woman. I feel like it's like another thing that we have to deal with. Another thing. And, you know, falling in love and finding a partner is a beautiful experience and it should be a mutual one. I don't need another um thing to add to my list of being a woman hunting for a husband like I'm already fighting the patriarchy in 19 other different ways trying to hang on to my reproductive rights uh you know do my job do my skincare I got a lot of shit to do and dating to marry is just it it doesn't work with my my personality but again works for some works for some people some people like to get very strategic with it um and it works like some people it really it works for them but again not for me well after that impassioned rant that i'm sure shriveled the balls of at least a few of my male listeners uh, i'm going to go a little bit more lighthearted for the rest of it i want to tell you guys about what i'm doing this summer i as you know bitch and moan about summer all the time and I always feel FOMO and scared and like I hate when my friends leave. I just want everybody to live in my house forever in a non-creepy way. So I made a lot of plans this summer and here's what I have on the docket. So first of all, I'm going to Florida to visit my grandmother. And if you don't know, I grew up going to Florida for usually about two months a year when I was younger. I lived in England, obviously, but then in the summer, my mom would take my brother and I, my dad would stay. And um, so Florida has a big piece of my heart. 
And they, my grandparents lived in Naples. Now it's just my grandmother and I'm very close to her and I'm really, really excited to see her and obviously also to get a public sub. And I don't know if you've ever been to Florida or you're from there, you know that it has a certain smell. It's like kind of rotten eggs in the best way. It's like the sulfur and you kind of go outside and you hear the noises. I mean, it's it's really swampy. It's really, um, I mean, Naples isn't swampy, but you know, the whole terrain is. And I don't know, it's just very comforting. It's an incredibly comforting place to me for nostalgic reasons. So I'm going to go see her Then I'm going to pop up to New York and I am, drumroll please, returning to the Hamptons. Now, if you are a newer friend, you might not know that I absolutely fucking hate the Hamptons. And I'm going to be completely dick on the table. Why? Um, The Hamptons are kind of like Coachella in that you have to be set up to the nines to have a good time. And I'm not. And I'm not, okay? I'm fucking GA in the Hamptons. I am GA at best. I have like a, I have a fake GA band for Hamptons, all right? And I'm a big enough and self-aware enough person to know I like to be set up. I don't, I don't know what I don't know, okay? Hamptons are great if you have a huge house and a chef and a tennis court and you go to fucking Golden Pear and you go to, you know, Swamp Ass Farm and you get like blackberries for your, you know, your chef to make a fresh blackberry pie. Like that sounds great, okay? For me, I've had traumatic experiences there every time that I go. And anyway, I'm returning uh, for a good reason. My One of my really good guy friends, Neil, um, is having a charity event for his um, foundation, uh, Worthless Studios, and I want to support him. By the way, if you want to party with me, you should get a ticket and support a great cause. It's for um, young artists. So I'll put that in the show notes in case you want to come. And then I'm also doing a little event with Bandier out there. I'll have more on that soon in case you guys are out there and you want to come visit. Um, and going to a couple dinners and then I am going home to London can't wait to be home again see my dad for a little bit and then I'm popping over to Greece with Camilla and Jyoti I'm very excited very excited to go to Greece and just you know live my best ratchet life I'm doing it I'm taking a vacation I'm doing it I don't I I need to leave LA (laughs) I'm going and then I'm going with my oldest friend Catherine Coco um to something called The Ranch in Italy. And it's a week-long retreat, very little phones, hiking five hours a day, very healthy, kind of like a come-to-Jesus moment, you know, really take stock of my life and do a lot of hiking. Listen, knowing me, I'll probably be on the phone the entire time telling you guys what it's like, complaining about my blisters, that all, all that good stuff. But um. I'm very, very excited for my summer travel. And if you'll be in any of those places, let me know, um, especially the Hamptons. And I want to be very clear. It's not it's not the Hamptons. It's me. OK, it's me being a peasant and me not knowing what to do. Although that having been said, I do think that you guys hype up some of those restaurants a little bit like they're not they're not that great. And you guys are really gassed up about the beach and the beach is like, I don't know. Have you been to Malibu? I'm just wondering. No shade. Just just wondering. And then obviously I had the, the uh, stressful experience, the 4th of July, the Menti B to end all Menti Bs 2021. Again, under NDA, can't really say what happened other than that. Um, not not always the most hospitable people in the Hamptons either. But that's 
you know, whenever I got to talk to my lawyer and figure out how I can tell that story in a metaphor or something, because it's a really, really good one. It's very Hamptons. It's very like rich mom drama. Um, And okay, so guys, I had this idea for the pod, which I want to do a new series called Top 5. And I initially had it because I was thinking about uh, podcast episodes that have changed my life. And I was talking about the Aaron and Sarah Foster one. And it genuinely, it's one that will stick with me. You know, when you listen to an episode, and I actually really kindly have received some of those messages with you guys, specifically about the body image ones, like you guys have said, and I've seen TikToks being like, this episode changed my life, which by the way, means the fucking world to me. So I was thinking about the top five episodes that have stuck with me. And I wanted to do a whole episode on that. So I'm compiling those. But I want to start doing, you know, for maybe random episodes to slot in five top five because there's too much out there there's just there's too many fucking books there's too many movies tv shows products whatever and you know that I love curation so I want to start doing that so I I, this isn't going to be a whole episode obviously dedicated to it but I wanted to start with my top five American cities that I have yet to visit that I really want to these are just places that I I'm dying to go okay so no in no particular order first of all Nashville I'm absolutely dying to go. I want to go for a concert. So I'm going to wait till one of my favorite um, artists is playing at the, what is it? The Grand Old Opry? Yeah, that's in Nashville, right? Yeah. Um, And I can't wait. I, um, I really, really want to go to Nashville. I feel like I'd love it, but I don't want to do the like bachelorette Nashville. I want to do the like country music, um, great bars, great food, Nashville. So fingers crossed I'm manifesting okay the second one is Denver I really want to go to Denver people say that I would love it it's kind of a mix of a lot of my favorite places outdoorsy I would love to go in the summer honestly so I could like hike apparently there's great food there as well okay Santa Fe oh when I I my boyfriend in my 20 in my mid-20s we had this trip plan to Santa Fe and you know when you're dating someone and you're like well we can't break up because we have this trip and I like really didn't want to break up with him because I'd planned this great trip to Santa Fe but in the end he was literally the worst person alive so we we ended up breaking up and took the L on that trip um so Santa Fe okay next Atlanta I would love to go to Atlanta and no not because I want to go stalk the real housewives because it just seems like a very fun place and also, my dad one time told me that the best meal he's ever had in his life was at this steakhouse in Atlanta. I'll get the name of it. I can't remember what it was. But you know me being the uh, food foodie that I am. I hate when people call themselves foodies, but I, I like to eat and I'm into like food tourism, just going places to eat. And I want to have this steak because I do feel my dad doesn't he's not a hyperbolic person like me. You know me every time I'm, I'm like, this is the best. This is the best. My dad is not like that. So if he says something was fire, it's fire flames. And then the last one is Seattle uh, because I'm not going to lie to you guys. The fish market. I love seafood so much. And the idea of eating as much seafood as I possibly could whilst holding a special cup of Starbucks is an aphrodisiac to me. OK, that that to me is sounds like a perfect afternoon. I want to go to that fucking Starbucks. I don't care how touristy it is. I want to get a big old Americano, Cine Americano. Tell them about it. And I would like to then go to the fish market and just have a smorgasbord. I would like to go to every stall. And also, I would like to have one of those gentlemen or women throw me a fish and for me to catch it. 
I would love to do that. I have a strong, strong feeling that I would drop the fish because actually holding fish freaks me out. I went fishing once and I really didn't like it for someone who's so obsessed with seafood. Um, but I think that I would like to try. I would like to have them throw me a big old salmon or trout and have me try and catch it. Do you guys remember, I'm going to end on this niche note because I know I got a lot of millennial homies out there. There was a show with a really hot guy in it. If anyone gets this, I'm going to eat my hat. It was based in Seattle. I think it was called Life As We Know It. Do you guys remember that show? The guy was so hot. Anyway, if anyone does, um, message me so we can we can commiserate about how good that TV show was. But yeah, I would love to go to Seattle. So those are my top five cities. But in the future, I'm going to do top five and I'm going to dig in. Like I'm going to do top five wellness books that changed my life, top five non-wellness books. I'm going to do the podcast episode. I'm going to do products. Like I might have to split it into more specific categories because products will be really hard. Top five shags I've ever had. (laughs) Now I've got your attention. All right. Listen, I'll see you on Wednesday for the live show. Call me, you guys. I love you. Have a really safe week and uh, and have fun. Okay, bye. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com.